you are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, a podcast for spiritual souls on their journey of enlightening the world. I'm your host, Stephanie Powers. Welcome. All right, here we go. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. This week, everything is laid back. I'm sitting in my treehouse got the microphone in my hand, not attached to the table like I usually do. I've got my door open, the windows open. You can probably hear my neighbors doing yard work. Throughout this episode, you might hear a helicopter fly over, dogs barking, whatever. This is roosters. Do you hear that rooster? I have to wake up to those every morning at 5 a.m. and I love it. I really do love it because, you know, when I used to come down here, when I dreamed of living down here, I loved that sound. Anytime I heard a rooster boom, go right back to Key West. And now here I am. So I'm like, yes, wake me up at 5 a.m. I do not mind. (laughs) So this episode is going to be extremely laid back and it's going to be very real, raw, and authentic. Authenticity is something that has really been weighing on my mind a lot lately, especially since I got down here to the Florida Keys. And, you know, it's not that I haven't been authentic my entire life. Definitely not in my teenage years or my early 20s. I mean, I was just running on autopilot, complete ego. Like society conditioned me to do this and that and this. And I had the mindset of my mom always knows what's best for me. You know, that childhood mindset of parents always know best, moms especially. And now that I've grown into a woman, you know, this episode is an ode to my birthday. This Friday, December 6th, I'll be 31 and having fun. (laughs) Can't believe that I'll be 31. But now that I've grown into a woman and I financially support myself, emotionally support myself, I live alone, I run my own business, like I am independent in all the sense of the word and I love it and I've just had all of these things come to light and escape my mind that have really helped me grow further more into a woman, into Stephanie Powers, into who I am. And so I kind of just want to sit back and share things that have come to my mind lately with you guys. And for a lot of you who have listened to the show all the way from day one, which was January 2018, yes, this January, next month, will be two years of Lightworkers Lounge. Oh, it gives me truth bumps when I think of it. But you guys know I started this as a hobby. A lot of people ask me, how do you grow your following? How do you turn this, your podcast into a business? Well, my secret is I started it as a hobby. When you genuinely love something, love it. You really have passion for it. Like you do it without being told to do it. All of a sudden, it can bring you money because money is just an exchange of energy. And I poured so much energy into this hobby of mine. You know, it started off as a blog, Free Spirit Fun, and then it turned into a podcast because I wanted to connect with you guys on a more intimate level through my voice. And soon I'll make a YouTube channel so you can see me sitting back in my sundress and my treehouse with my dog on my lap so you can see my body language and make it really personal. And then from there we'll have Lightworkers Lounge, the physical building where you can come sit with me in the same room and we'll have these chats. But I started it as a hobby. And as I poured that authentic, genuine love into it, it grew and grew and grew. And then from there it turned into a lucrative thing. So let this be your first lesson from this all over the place podcast is follow your heart and do what you love. Even if you love finger painting, go do it. You never, ever know 
if there are people out there who are going to love your style of painting and all of a sudden you sell it at a farmer's market and then all these people through word of mouth are like, you got to check out this person's finger paintings. And it grows and it grows and it grows into something you could have never imagined. You know, our egos want to see the entire staircase before we get to the top. But that's not how it works. Especially in terms of money, we're so conditioned and fear-based, really, to see the top of the staircase before we take the first step. But that, you know, to fulfill your dreams and to own your life, to control the amount of money you make, you just have to take the first step, trusting that each step is higher and higher and higher towards your goal. So this episode, I want to be really authentic with you guys, and I kind of want to go back to the beginning of this podcast and iron out some details or throw out some details, heavy details, important details that I left out because I think I painted you guys a picture, especially of my divorce and maybe the relationship that I was just in in Colorado. You know, as my platform grew, that comes with a lot of pressure. I don't want to trigger anybody. I don't want to offend the people that I'm talking about because if they listen to this, it's going to hurt their feelings. So I was always walking on eggshells a bit because I didn't want to hurt any feelings, didn't want to step on any toes. And I know some of you could feel that. You could hear the hesitation in my voice and be like, she's holding back something, something. I know my boyfriend, JL, he always, he's been listening to the show since this past January and he tells me, you know, some episodes you were on fire just spitting truth, but others you were very hesitant. There was something in the back of your mind that you weren't sharing. And I was like, you're right. And this episode is also inspired by Mark Groves at Create the Love. He was on the show last week and off air, him and I had a conversation about being authentic and showing up for, showing up as who you really are. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, I feel like I'm showing up for you guys as more of a quote-unquote perfect spiritual leader or role model. And I want to show you guys that I'm not perfect, that I go through the things that you go through. Like, I don't want any of you to listen to this podcast and think, God, she's so lucky. Her life is so perfect. She, she doesn't carry the weight of my family issues or my children or my career because I do. I've been there, and those I turned those things into power to get to where I am right now. So I just want to share more details of things I left out of my story that may, you know, all in hopes of inspiring you to keep going. I really want this episode to inspire you to not give up on your dreams no matter what your situation is. And mostly to take the first step towards following your dreams. Maybe that the first step is leaving a job that's so comfortable but so unfulfilling. Maybe that first step is leaving a marriage where you have kids and you're so concerned about their well-being and your well-being. I hope this episode can at least give you a glimmer of hope. So the first thing I want to start with is my divorce. Now what I told you guys about that was a hundred percent true. It was an amicable split but it was not easy. And I know that's what I've said in the past. Like, yeah, I went through a divorce. It was not easy. But I don't want to paint my ex-husband in a bad light. But it wasn't as simple as shaking hands, signing papers, hug, kiss, goodbye. Um, Emotions were running high. And he turned into a person that I had never seen before. And it was scary. And, you know, there was no physical abuse. So don't, you know go there although I know a lot of people go through that 
But I just remember like one night I went out dancing with some girlfriends for the first time in forever because as a married woman, I didn't go out at all. Not only that, but I didn't have any friends to go out with. I was so enmeshed and caught up in being a wife and staying at home in our apartment, making sure everything was clean, making sure everything was organized. Um, I just lost myself completely in that relationship. And so once we had filed divorce papers, we still lived together for about two months, which was really difficult. And we did it for financial reasons because Denver is fucking expensive and we couldn't decide like who was going to stay in the apartment, who was not. Eventually we decided that I was going to be the one to move out, but going from splitting rent to having to afford all of it and utilities on my own was like, oh, fuck. I got to save up at least, shit. So we lived together for about two months after we filed, and it was the longest two months of my life. And if there's any way to avoid it, I highly suggest it. But if not, it'll go by quick. But I remember I went out dancing one night, and all of the insecurities I think that him and I both stuffed down for 10 years came out. Like, I remember it was a 90s dance night, and I went out, and I was with all my girlfriends, and we were just making Snapchats and being funny and laughing and eating French fries and having so much fun, but I remember my ex-husband would be, like, the first one to watch it, and I was like, uh-oh, he's, I could just feel, like, the fact that I immediately posted it and he watched it the second I did, I was like, he has got eagle hawk eyes on me. This is so not like him. This is so not like him. And, um... I came home around 3 a.m. that night, lost my voice from laughing and singing so loud. But as soon as I walked in, it just turned into him, excuse me, into him dumping his insecurities on me in a not-so-nice way. And it was scary. It was sad. I was angry, and I wanted to defend myself, but I knew he was not in a good place to have a conversation like that. So I just had to sit there and take it, and it's tough. You know, breakups are not easy. And as much as we hope that they can be super smooth and no animosity and no anger, it's really hard, especially when especially when you haven't done the shadow work and you take everything personally. These breakups can be really tough. And, you know, you guys can hear the hesitation in my voice now because I'm like, shit, do I really want to release this? It happened so long ago. Um, my ex-husband is a great guy. He's doing his own work. But this is the the reality of things. These things happen. And I'm sharing this also because you guys probably look at my personal Instagram, at Stephanie's underscore destiny, and you see that I'm surrounded by so many friends. I mean, it's crazy that I went from having no friends at all to having so many friends that my phone dies multiple times a day because I'm constantly on FaceTime or sending them WhatsApp audio messages surrounded by love. I mean, can you imagine having friends that literally message you every morning and say, tell me something new about yourself. What are you doing today? What are you up to today? What, tell me something fun you're doing today. It's just genuine love and care. And being someone who grew up, grew up in a family where, you know, there was love. They were there if I needed them. But there was never like, tell me something awesome that happened to you today. How are you feeling? Why are you upset right now? There's nothing, no support like that. No genuine interest in me and who I am and what I love and what makes me tick. This is such a gift. And I know there's a lot of you going through your spiritual awakening. And 
trimming the fat, as I say, and losing friends that no longer resonate with who you are. Like, you want to talk about astrology, and they just want to talk about the latest reality show, and you're like, nope, I can't. I can no longer fake that I enjoy that stuff when I really don't. It's lonely, and it's tough, and you're going to cling to them because it's just a sense of familiarity, but you've got to let them go. As my boyfriend JL and I have been saying, in order to grab what you really want, you have to let go of what you have. You can't grab something if your hand's already full. You have to let go. And in that period of having nothing in your hand, your ego is going to scream and freak out because it's dying a bit because you're losing control. You don't have control of who your new friends are going to be, when they're going to come to you, what they're going to be like, what zodiac sign they're going to be. You don't know. And your ego is going to freak out, freak out. And here's an example to bring that home for my own life. When I left my marriage, I kind of immediately jumped into a new relationship with someone else. Um, I did not go looking for this at all. It really just fell on my lap. Because when I got my divorce, I was like, "Mm, I'm done. I don't want to date. I want to break. This is exhausting. But this person, you know, I remember sitting in my living room after I filed the divorce papers and I made a list of all the characteristics and a partner that I wanted and then this person literally fell on my lap just one snowy Thursday morning and it was like, holy shit, wow. And yes, this is the person that I just broke up with and left Colorado. So we dated for a while. But where was I going with that? Oh, okay. So I jumped into a new relationship. So my hand in terms of holding on to romantic relationships, oh my God, it hasn't been empty since I was 18. 18. I'm a 31-year-old woman, almost 31 this Friday. 18 years old. I mean, my entire 20s, my hand was full from a relationship. One or the other, it was always full. Um... So once I left that relationship in Colorado and I moved here to Florida, there was a period of about a whole month. And I know some of you are like, good God. But there was a period of a month where I didn't have anyone in my hand. I didn't have anyone on my radar. I had no perspectives. I had no boyfriend. I had no nothing. And I had a little freak out. And I remember telling my girlfriends about this, like, this is not good. This is is an invitation to go within and figure out why this is so difficult for me. Like, I don't have any man to text. I don't have any potential mates to go on a date with. Like, there's nothing. So it's like, what am I supposed to do with my thoughts and my time right now? And so I did it. I said, you know what? This sucks. I'm kind of freaking out a little bit inside. I My ego, she's a bitch. (laughs) She was like, you're going to be alone forever. Yep, that's right. You're never going to meet anybody Ever again, you're going to be alone. You're going to be a crazy cat lady, probably living in the Florida Keys for sure. You're just going to have animals, and you're never going to meet someone who could love you as unconditionally as your ex-husband. You're never going to meet someone as easily as you did this last guy you just dated. That's it. That's a wrap. Give it up, girl. (laughs) And I laugh now because the love of my life has always been in my hand. (laughs) And yes, I'm talking about JL. If you guys listened to the Friday bonus chat last Friday, I brought on a man that I'm in love with. I know some of y'all listening to this are probably like, God, can you stop? Can you just take time? But, you know, I don't go looking for these relationships at all. I don't. 
because from that month alone, I went to Casadega. It's a spiritualist camp, and I did a lot of healing, a lot of intuitive shadow work. I sat with myself. I made meals alone, and I sat and I ate them without FaceTiming or texting anybody. I woke up and had this beautiful, quiet routine, and instead of waking up and turning my phone on and being like, all right, where's my man? Did he text me? Where's he at? I always kept my phone off for the first two hours of my day. I had a great exercise routine that I would go do cardio every morning and afternoon. I would go to the beach and just talk to random people. And yes, people would ask me out on dates and I'd be like, nope, nope, I'm focusing on me. So the first two weeks of that month without anyone really, it was actually like two months, September and October. Yeah, it was two months. I just focused on me, and the first two to three weeks was really hard. It was sad, and it was lonely. Like, at night, nobody to text. In the morning, woke up to no text messages. It was weird, and I felt lonely, but I got closer to my girlfriends, and I got to know them better, and they got to know me better, and I poured all of my energy into my business, into the moon sign hoodies, but most importantly, I poured it into new friendships, and those friendships blossomed, and it was incredible. And then I got to the point where I was like, this is great. Like, yeah, sure, ego. Tell me I'll be alone for the rest of my life. But at this rate, I have such incredible friends that I don't care. I'm happy. And I remember one night putting on some music on Lightworkers Lounge, Spotify playlist of the month, dancing around the kitchen, making dinner. I was like, holy shit. I'm really happy. I'm really happy. And then I just went to the laundry room, put my laundry in the dryer, and I was like, this is awesome. I paid for all of this by myself. I am making a dinner for one, and I only did clean up for one. This is, oh my God, this is the best. And my friends were already planning trips to come down and see me, and I could just picture us outside with the wine, having good conversations, and... You know how I really realized that I was happy by myself is when my friends would share their stories of these incredible people they met and they were falling in love with. And I was genuinely moved and felt that warm fuzzies in my heart for them. Instead of being like, ugh, when am I going to meet someone? I was like, that is so beautiful that my beautiful, beautiful friends have found real love. And I loved hearing their stories of the fun dates they would go on and the heart-to-heart conversations they would go on. And... That's how I knew. I was like, okay, I'm happy. And then I finally worked on my ego, little shit, and I calmed her ass down and I said, you know what? If I'm alone, I'll be happy. If I happen to meet someone, I'll be happy. And you know what happened is I was so happy that I manifested effortlessly. You know, that's another thing that happened when I stopped thinking or actively being in a romantic relationship is my connection to my spirituality and my spirit guides went through the roof. I could practically see them sitting in front of me and I could practically hear their message. You guys know the story of the seahorse. I asked them one evening to show me a seahorse and they did within an hour with 111 next to it. I mean, clear as day. So my connection to my spirituality grew too and it was just such a beautiful two months of my life. So what happened? Why only two months, you ask? Well, (laughs) my boyfriend JL it's still so weird calling him my boyfriend because he's my best friend we met through the podcast and if you guys want to hear our full love story you got to sign up for the premium plan lightworkerslounge.podbean.com click on any Friday bonus chat sign up and you'll have all access to all Friday bonus chats including the one where JL came on but we met through this podcast 
he found the podcast through a friend in January and sent me a DM to ask me a question about Twin Flames and spirituality, and we just hit it off, totally hit it off in conversation, and we talked every day. I've walked him through relationships. We've we've both been through a divorce, and we've walked each other through that process, and we've just always been each other's safe space. So he's been one of my best friends that I've spoken to through all of this. I think I even told him while I was single for two months, like, hey, this is weird. I have nobody on my radar. And um, long story short, he's always been on my radar, and he's always kind of sent me breadcrumbs, as we call them, that he likes me as more than a friend. But sometime in October, I think I said something, like, along the lines of wanting to be more than friends. I don't know if it was me or him. I'm pretty sure it was me. And I said, wait, what? Did I say that? Oops. And he was like, no, don't say oops. I feel the same way too. And then it was just from there. I said, okay, we got to hang out. Come to Florida. Let's spend a weekend together. And it's been so easy and awesome and feels so right ever since. Wow, the, the emotions I have coursing through my body, like my three middle chakras, heart, solar plexus, and sacral is like warm like gold electricity. I feel like y'all can feel that too. But uh, he lives in Texas, so I don't get to see him too often. But it's so beautiful. They always say, be friends before you're in a relationship, and now I totally see why. Because the transition that we did, going from friends to best friends to lovers, is so easy. It's like kayaking in the Florida Keys on that glassy water. It's just so easy. And I never saw him coming, ever. I just aligned with my truth, and I got to know me. And, you know, I think the key to finding those relationships is just being happy with your own company. So now JL is not the source of my happiness. I don't turn my phone on and wait for a message from him. Um, I'm happy all the time. And then when he does message me or he does FaceTime call me, it just it spikes my happiness even more. And I'm like, what? This level of joy is possible? Okay, I am here for it. This is awesome. So lesson number three or four from this podcast episode, I want to tell you guys that the key to attracting everything you want is being happy with what you have and where you're at. Be happy with what you have and where you're at. And I've had to practice this in the lowest of lows, like being divorced and living with my mom and having no money because it was all gone from traveling um, and getting out of a divorce. I've been there and I had to find, God, I had to work so hard mentally to find things that still brought me joy. So I remember I would just go for a bike ride along a river every morning when I lived there. Even in the snow, I'd be out on that bike and that was my source of joy to just carry me through that. So if you're listening to this and you're in a rut or you're in a hole and you're just feeling like, God, when is this dark cloud going to lift? Here is your confirmation that it is going to lift. Nothing lasts forever. And to help you through it, say, I am living here for now. I have to wake up every morning and go to this job I hate for now. I am in a relationship that really, really sucks and is really tough and confusing right now for now. It's not going to last forever. Now let's go to relationships. You guys know that I was in a relationship with someone um, pretty much since I got a divorce up until August when we finally had to leave. This relationship, I don't know how to explain it, but 
it was almost like I was under a spell. And I couldn't feel or sense the red flags. But now looking back, I knew that I could. But there was something in me that just ignored them. And I have so many hypotheses on why this could be. But I'm done beating myself up over figuring out why it happened. And I'm just moving on and moving forward with my life and taking all the lessons and the strength that I acquired from surviving this relationship with me into the future. Um, In this relationship, it was totally different from my marriage, which this is my first hypothesis, is that my 10-year relationship with my ex-husband was so easy, so smooth, so routine, that I didn't learn anything about me, about relationships, nothing. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. That's all it was. I didn't learn anything. And so I feel like my spirit guides dropped this next person on my lap so quickly because they're like, okay, let's do it. This girl's got to learn 10 years worth of life lessons in one year. Who can we give her? Ah, here he is. Boop. Put her on the path. So through this person, I had to go through so much shit. So many red flags, so many moments of pain and walking on eggshells and learning about me and what still triggers me and how I can learn to love myself and accept myself so that people like this will no longer even be attractive to me. They will lose their allure. So much so. And I did that. And those two months of working on myself and Focusing on just me and my friends really taught me that because now I look back at this person and the allure that they once had is completely gone. In fact, I look back at this person and I'm like, what in the world? What in the world was I attracted to in this type of person? And that's how I know I've grown and that those two months of intense work, shadow work, worked. Because if this person were to text me, I would feel nothing at all. Like a complete stranger. That's how you know you've grown is when your ex is no longer your type. When your ex is no longer your type, you know you put in the work. You know you have grown and evolved and you have learned the lesson. So I like to think he was a karmic partner and I had many lessons to learn from him. And I'll always bow to him in gratitude for helping shape and mold me into the woman I am today who is now capable of being in such a delicious wonderful relationship but sometimes I would beat myself up for it and be like what the fuck why did I put up with that put up with lies with um manipulation with I just borderline narcissistic qualities and gaslighting like why did I put up with that And it's because I didn't know any better. I was with the same man from when I was a teenager until I was 28 or 29. I didn't know. I had no clue. I had no life experience. Everyone's different, okay? Everybody's different. But if I could give a 20-something dating advice, it would be just that. Date in your 20s. Get to know people. Go through shitty relationships. Go through really incredible ones. Date people Get to know who you are, what you'll accept, what you'll not accept. Date as many people as you can because it's going to really prime you for the love of your life. 
Because there's two parts, I think, to finding the love of your life. First, it's having the mindset and the energy to attract them. But second, it's having the mindset and the energy to accept their love. And that is something that I'm working on right now is accepting that love doesn't have to be hard. There doesn't have to be a moment where the ball's going to drop. And poor Jael, bless his heart, he's been so patient with me because I'm like, Jael, and, and honestly, if he wa- if we weren't best friends before this, he'd probably already dip. But I have to tell him so many times, like, I, I'm having fear. There's a fear cropping up. Can I share it with you? And of course, he's so sweet. He always listens to everything and very gently assures me that what my ego is telling me is complete opposite of what is reality between us. So... It's sad. I look at myself and I, when I behave that way, I'm like, this is sad that I don't even know how to accept real authentic love. But I have a partner who is so willing to work with me, to train me, to reorganize my thoughts and shift my energy to accept that. And, you know, of course I want to be with JL forever. But there's also a piece of me that's like, even if this doesn't work out, he is giving me such a gift of training me to accept real, authentic love. But, I mean, one look at us on Instagram, you guys know that we are just two smitten kittens head over heels for each other, even through long distance. You know, he's uh, it's my birthday week, and as my best friend, he knows that my birthday is my favorite holiday. It's my favorite holiday. I love to celebrate life. And uh, he's been giving me a little scavenger hunt all week. I'm getting a clue every day. Monday, he had flowers delivered to my treehouse with a clue. Tuesday, yesterday, I went to my favorite coffee hut, got my usual, and they wrote a clue on my cup. He is creative. Shout out to you, Virgos. (laughs) So uh, if you guys want to see what this is all leading up to, because apparently it's leading up to something big on Friday, my birthday, I'm documenting all of it. And I don't even think he knows, but now he's listening to this, so he does know. But I'm documenting all of it, and I'm going to make a video of what this might be on my personal Instagram, at Stephanie's underscore destiny. So, you know, on my birthday, I love to reflect on everything I went through in the past year. And, um... My 30th year of life, Jupiter was in my sign, Sagittarius, so I was very lucky. I had a lot of lucky breaks, but there was definitely some moments of what the fuck am I doing? My 30th birthday last year, I was in Costa Rica with the guy I just broke up with, and it was incredible, but the whole time I knew I was with the wrong person that I was not meant to be with him. And there were moments there that I was like, oh my God, this is so toxic. This is so bad. And at one point, we actually split up in Costa Rica and I had to go to a new Airbnb. And I was it was this woman, Andrea, who owned all these dome tents right on the beach. And I was the only one there. So her and I just hung out together and became close friends. And I still message her on WhatsApp. WhatsApp. In fact, I'm going to... I'm going to send her a message right now and be like, hey, girl, I talked about you on my podcast. Uh, But we talked, and I remember she was in a similar relationship, and we were just like, let's promise to never accept shit like this again. And it was just such a bonding moment. But that was my 30th birthday, learning a lot, going through a lot. And I was just so thankful to be in such a beautiful Pura Vida, Costa Rica, But there were definitely moments where I was like, this is disgusting. Why do I put up with behaviors like this from someone 
I need to learn to love myself more and to not be attracted and allured by behaviors like this. And in that moment, I never thought I would. I never thought I would. (laughs) You know what just flashed in my eyes is, I remember I just needed a break from his heavy, heavy energy. And so I threw my headphones on and I went into the front yard of our Airbnb and just sat in the sun in this little rocking chair. And I put my headphones on and I just listened to some of my favorite music. And the music I was listening to is all me and JL's favorite music that we love to sing each other. We love to sing to each other. We have a playlist called JNS on Lightworkers Lounge Spotify account if you guys want to check it out. And all those songs on there are the songs that I was listening to to just get a break from the toxicity that I had enmeshed myself in. And now, a year later, like, I'm dancing on a rooftop bar, just me and JL, under the moonlight, palm trees swaying in the wind, beach to our left, cocktails to our right, and we're dancing to that same music. And now I don't have to wear headphones and hide it. I don't have to run away to hide. I run to JL, and we enjoy all this together. (laughs) And I just love to think that if someone would have walked up to me in that rocking chair in the sunshine and said, hey, a year from now, you won't even believe what kind of love is going to land on your lap, and it ain't going to be that guy in there. (laughs) I would have been like, what the hell? My ego would first say how, who, where, when, why, where are they from? But that's not up to us. That's not something we need to know. All we need to do is trust that the universe is always working behind the scenes in our favor. Even in moments of, fuck my life, it's still happening for us, not to us. (laughs) And you know what? We came home from that trip in Costa Rica and we broke up for the eighth time. I was so sad, and I remember he told me that I was toxic, and I thought, wow, am I? Like, he really made me think, is it is it me? When it wasn't, but for a moment, split second, I really questioned it, and I felt so low. Like, what is wrong with me? And I was in such a low place. And then I remember my best friend Paulina was like, come to Puerto Rico. Come see me. And so I did, and she took such good care of me. Oh, I'm going to FaceTime her after this to thank her for that again, but she took such good care of me. I flew to Puerto Rico, stayed with her in her beautiful home. She bought me all of my meals, took such good care of me, left me in the house by myself to recharge all the time while she went to volleyball practice. And I remember her pool was overlooking this rainforest, and you could always hear these frogs, and I think they were called cookies, cockies. <laughs> for all my Puerto Rican listeners, don't laugh, help me. But there are these tropical frogs that made such cool sounds at night. And Puerto Rico is where I first saw JL's message in my DMs because that's when he first started listening to the show. And I remember one night sitting out by the pool listening to the frogs, and that's when I read his message. And I just felt such a warm energy about him that I was like, I'm going to share this moment with him. So I sent him a video of the frogs chirping in the background, and I said, isn't that cool? And he has not forgotten about that since today. And that's when it all began. So once you hit rock bottom, there is nowhere to go but up. I can promise you this. Keep going. You never know what's around the corner, you guys. You never know. 
Okay, what a year it has been. I hope some of my life lessons have helped you guys go through whatever you're going through and to keep going. If you're listening to this, you're a light worker. You're meant for so much more than hiding behind a curtain, staying in the spiritual closet. I hope that Lightworkers Lounge, <clears throat> I'm getting all emotional. I hope that Lightworkers Lounge as a whole has inspired you to step into who you really are. Be authentically you. Who gives a fuck what anybody thinks? Be you. Show up and be you because the world needs that more than ever. If you can show up and be who you really are and just love life, you're showing others that it's okay to do the same. Don't preach to anybody. Just act as an example. And they're eventually going to say, how are you the way you are? Give me some of whatever you're sipping on. And you'll just say, life, living my truth, being who I authentically am makes me feel so good. And you just radiate that out into the world. So keep going. Keep going. You know, I had a dream. I think it was when I was 29, but I'll never forget it. I had a dream that I was living in the Florida Keys, like I am now. And except this time, I was driving like an old orange Volkswagen van, like one of those vans you see on Instagram with the van life, people who live out of theirs and they travel around. I was driving one of those. And I remember it was such a beautiful spring day, so bright, sunny, blue sky. And I was about halfway through the Florida Keys, and I was traveling north, like as if I was leaving. And I remember I looked over at someone sitting next to me. It was a man. It was a guy, and I'm pretty sure we were in love. And I just looked over at him, and he looked at me, and we smiled, and I said, I'm 31. I'm 31. I don't know what it means. I'm going to be 31 on Friday, December 6th. But I, I just can't forget that dream. All right, you guys. Since it is my birthday week, I want to give you guys a gift because you guys are the greatest gift. This huge community that is growing by the minute. I love you guys so much that I want to offer you 10% off anything in our shop. If you want to try out tarot readings for the first time, I would love to be your intuitive. Use ten, use code gratitude for 10% off all tarot readings, all birth charts. We have basic birth charts with just your sun, moon, and rising sign for my newbies. But we also have advanced birth charts. You guys heard me mention earlier in this show that Jupiter was in Sagittarius. So all 2019, I had a lucky break. I really did. I dodged a lot of bullets, but I also had a lot of abundance and a ton of growth with Lightworkers Lounge. It it was my shining year. So for all my Capricorns listening, Jupiter just moved into your sign. So it is your turn to shine and receive the abundance. So if you guys want to know in your advanced birth chart, we have those two, and use code GRATITUDE for 10% off. This also applies to all guided meditations and our merchandise line. I haven't been promoting that as much because I'm fine-tuning and adding more products, but we have a merchandise line with hoodies, tank tops, t-shirts with the Lightworkers Lounge logo on them, as well as your Zodiac moon sign, because your moon sign is who you really are. Your moon sign is your authentic self. It's who you are in relationships. It's who you are when you're home alone, and people love that, and mine is Scorpio, and you can probably hear that in my voice. So 10% off anything in the shop. Use code GRATITUDE. And something else super exciting, we are now bringing on you guys, 
for the Friday bonus chats. Friday bonus chats are just a 20-minute extension of Wednesday's main episode, and it's usually me just talking about life and being a little bit even more vulnerable, but clearly I was in this episode. This Friday is the kickoff to bringing you guys on the show. If you remember from a few podcasts back, I sent out a little, hey, if you want to come on the show, send me an email. Well, a ton of you did, and I've got you scheduled, booked. It's going to be awesome. This community is so, so incredible, and people are going to come on the show to share their spiritual awakening, um, some shit that they have been through and that they survived, just to give you guys inspiration and to know you're not alone. And I know that spiritual awakenings are scary, and you lose a lot of friends, you lose a lot of family. So I'm going to bring y'all on. And we're going to talk about our spiritual awakenings together so we know that we are never alone. I mean, it's a literal water cooler. Like if we all worked a nine to five lightworkers job of saving the world and then we just needed to go to the break room to talk about everything we've been through, this is it. So please subscribe to our Friday bonus chats. You can do this by going to lightworkerslounge.podbean. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N, lightworkerslounge.podbean.com and click on any Friday bonus chat and subscribe. It is $9.99 a month and you can cancel any time. You can sign up right now, listen to a couple episodes and then cancel. No hard feelings, but there's a lot of you now who subscribe and you absolutely love the Friday bonus chats. They make you laugh. They make you cry. You've learned so much. You get discount codes and stuff. And also, for anyone who is a part of the Friday bonus chats, you're going to get a little gift for coming on the show. So please come join us, lightworkerslounge.podbean.com, $9.99 a month. Cancel any time. Every Friday, you get to hang out with us. All right, my friends, I want to end this episode with a song that makes me feel like rising from the ashes, like I'm beat up, battered on the ground, but those clouds are moving out and those first rays of sunshine are pouring through and hitting me. And it's like my spirit guys are saying, hey, it's okay. Get back up. Something really beautiful is over here. Come on, take my hand. This song is called Yellow by Emmett Finn. And you can find this song and all songs featured on the show on our Lightworkers Lounge Spotify playlist of the month. I will see all of my Friday bonus chat members this Friday on my birthday. And I'll see everyone else next Wednesday. Of course, find us on Instagram at Lightworkers Lounge and at Stephanie's underscore destiny. And don't forget, use code gratitude for 10% off anything you want in the shop. I'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Look at the stars. Look how they shine through. And everything you do. And they were all you. I took my time